Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1-900-HOT-DOG, America's final comedy website. I'm Dungeon's Robert Brockway, and with me is Dragon's Sean, baby. What happens Adorable. when we combine? We become best friends. Oh, already best friends. So I, I was looking for something more sexual, but okay. <laughs> We're about to do the setup episode for our new podcast miniseries, where we'll be playing Bloodsport. As a D&D campaign, and each player will be playing one of the foundational delusions of main character Frank Dukes. Uh, joining us today is the human Thaco, Zach Kuntz. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you pronounce it Thaco? How do you? Oh, this is good. How do you pronounce it? Uh, the other way. Let's have a big fight. Oh, <laughs> let's, then we'll <laughs> make up. <laughs> let's all pronounce it at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Thank My up. father's penis. Damn it. <laughs> I was quiet. I was the guy in the meme that's sitting in the background, lighting the crack pipe while two girls like pull each other's hair. Uh, that was a nerd test and we both failed and you passed. Zach, that's Good nice. Job. That's right. Uh, Thaco is an old school D&D thing. Uh, and if you ask me to explain it, I will politely decline. It means to hit armor class zero. <laughs> right. Right. Sure. Of course. And uh, I'm Vanessa, like, don't worry, I, I will not ask you to explain it. <laughs> don't worry, I could not possibly I'm not a nerd, give a shit. As, we, as I don't you even, just determined, I don't yeah. even know how to discover how to give a shit. Uh, it's, our third it's like Greenwich Mean Time for punching someone. <laughs> GMT punching. I got you. Uh, Vanessa Guerrero is our third player. Uh, she's not with us tonight. Her parents are running late uh, because their Ford wins Starcraft to bed again. And you guys, she was bringing the Mountain Dew. Uh, I'm sorry. This is going to be the worst D&D session ever. My mom has apple my juice. Own energy. Uh, and she says that's like nature's Mountain Dew. But then I called her a bitch. And uh, that's, why, <laughs> that's why the Super Nintendo got taken away. So, uh, yeah, that one's fair. on me. I'm sorry. Anyway, Zach, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, for now, same old shit that I plugged the last nine times I've been on here. Just uh, we're, we're still hitting the... Uh, the end of Larry, the our reimagining of the Obi Wan Kenobi series. It's six episodes. Uh, Obi Wan was six episodes, so hours is six episodes. This last one is coming out. Uh, hopefully, maybe even by the time you hear this, that really Jack Dirtbag Larry. He's doing all right. He's uh, he's gonna get offered a second chance, and then he's gonna fuck it all up. So that's <laughs> that's what dirtbags do. Yeah. That's the that's the hot dog rule of mocking something is that you have to spend exactly as much time as the thing that exists making fun mm -hmm. of it. Is that the right? Exactly. We usually triple or quadruple it. <laughs> I think we've yeah we've gone in on uh, yeah. on OT on that one. At least at least as much time as as uh, the real thing. We've also actually hired people that worked on the show itself. Um, <laughs> some of the graphics <laughs> in the show were done by someone that has done the visual effects at uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan. So he was very proud. Oh, of he did a voice for us too. He's like, I think I may now be the only person credited on Obi-Wan and Larry. Um, to start. We'll, say, we'll yeah. see. He put a Kirby in one of our episodes. We had Larry coming down. Oh and man, that's in, in, that's in the desert where there was a vision of Anakin standing in the desert, which was really dumb and didn't make sense. There's a, a Kirby standing out there instead, which makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> oh, it does. You're right. It all comes together. <laughs> mm -hmm. You really yeah, up uh... to the game for us. We're gonna now have to start hiring the people that we make fun of to help us make. You gotta fun go of it. deeper. You gotta yeah. go deeper. Yeah. You gotta get too close. Don Devil on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yes. God! Could you imagine? Oh. I bet Godin would do it. Did you ever? Did you ever track down Deebs? 
Oh, he found us. He, found he, us. Likes, oh. he tried to copyright strike us. He is in oh, the pro- he tried. A- He's in the process. We might not. We might not uh, be clear he, on that. He found you in the most <laughs> bitch ass way possible. Yeah. Anyway, that was Zach's plug. Yep. <laughs> Great <laughs> plug. I make the full use of my time. It's, I, will, I will reap the rewards for well, this. I want to plug the plug. the Oral Knots YouTube channel. That's spelled O R A L. Like our favorite uh, kind of ASMR. Yeah. No, oral Max with an A U, like the sound kind of oral. It's very clever. With mm-hmm. all of the uh, erotic it's, thumbnails of Zach doing some hip stretching. Yeah. Yes, it's a play on the classic phrase, I'm an oral knot and I'm gonna suck that dick clean. <laughs> it's you know a, yeah, it's a play on words. If you can see what we're going for there, you can you'll you'll know what you're in store for. Still technically your plug. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll take it away from you. I'd like to plug the 1-900-HOT-DOG merch store, poxcostore.com, P-O-X-C-O, and you know the word store, uh, where we either have Bloodsport the Home Game t-shirts up or we're total fucking idiots. (laughs) Both equally likely, honestly, at this point. You've uh, done some fun stuff on the store, uh, Broadway, like ran some stuff through the AI, AI generators and found some, you know, Oh, those are that was our our Discord fans have started like running hot dog related prompts through AIs and sometimes running like a hot dog related prompt. Like the, somebody tried to, I think it was Adrian, tried to explain Popsicle Pete to a robot <laughs> yes. through text, and then the robot <laughs> spat back some insane text about vampires or something, and then then we fed that into one of the <laughs> art robots, and uh-huh. it fed back a Hungarian movie poster. Of Jeff, just like a like a popsicle priest trying to fight some sort of fucking <laughs> yeah. ghost vampire. It was it was beautiful. Really so we good. made nice. we made a shirt out of that. And all of, every time we do that, because I, uh, I I'm at best shaky and untrustworthy on the morality of, yeah. of this. We can't profit from robots. I don't feel right profiting, uh, even yeah. though other people are. So we are doing those every once in a while and doing them for charity. And if you want to see more about that, go to the Discord. Well, if yeah, you make that shirt, I would I would like one. We uh, are going to be rerunning all of the uh, robot shirts. Uh, well, I'm talking about the, the Bloodsport one. If it's if it's oh, the yeah, shirt yeah. that I'm thinking about, if that becomes a shirt, yeah, we, we'll get you. Uh, my plan we'll is to do one that. To you, boy. But God, we are racing my memory for the store. We are racing mm-hmm. like how quickly I'm going to forget we have a store again. <laughs> Let's talk about your D&D experience. How familiar are each of you with the game before this? How big a nerd okay. are you? I did play... When I was a kid, but I lived so far out of town that the only person I played with was my brother. And he uh, basically only liked to fight, which is fine. So we would sort of just sprint through a like a module. It would take us like 20 minutes and we'd destroy something. It was supposed to take a team of friends like four months. And uh, we did that about once every six years. And uh, But I did like the books and I always wished I had more Dungeons & Dragons fans living out in the woods with me. Uh, I did play recently with Michael Swaim. He had a crew from IGN that he played with. Uh, I don't think I was good at it. I, I'm I'm bad at theatrics, and so once things start mm-hmm. to be, once mm-hmm. you're starting to like, like have a discussion with NPCs, I'm like, God, this fucking sucks. So, I, because you've only been taught fighting, exactly. Like I'm only <laughs> trained in the in the combat part. I'm that way in real life too. If we're talking for more than forty seconds, I will start punching. Just start thinking yeah, about the only, the only conversation tree. Every conversation tree leads to smash. Uh, <laughs> right. So, so that's my experience. Is, I, this is perfect for you. This is the D and D game you were meant to play. Yeah, I'm surprised. Exactly. I thought uh, I, I would expected more D and D experience from you for some reason. 
I did play uh, in college. We played uh, rifts, which is a type of groups. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, there was like this RPG system called GURPS, and then they made rifts, which was like them gluing a bunch of shit together to try to make this world work with like advanced like superheroes. Uh, ah. So they added a thing called mega damage, which was like a hundred times better than regular damage. And it was just the <laughs> most course. haphazardly constructed system. Uh, but also the world was like that too. So it was just all these rifts open and then you had vampires and cyborgs and dinosaurs. And, and so it was really stupid, but uh, that's kind of what we were into. We probably played that four times. Uh, nerd shit back before <laughs> somebody was like, we should wrangle these fucking nerds and make something usable out of this. Yeah. We should turn the internet into the celebration of this stuff. But I played some Dungeons and Dragons video games, I guess. You know, I'm very yeah. familiar with it. Yeah, the, the 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 video game side is basically all I'm familiar with. I didn't I had a couple friends that played it. I just took one look at it. I saw graph paper and I was instantly out. I don't know why. I'm usually way more imaginative than that, but I, it just for some reason didn't connect with that uh that format. Have you ever um, seen people full on playing like Mech Warrior where they get out like the rulers and the protractors and Yeah, yeah. That's too much for me. That too was much. when I said yeah. that's whatever that is. I'm- it looked like school. It looked like homework. That's why. Because it was like you're using the same shit that I use for homework. I don't want right. to touch this stuff any more than I have to. Like, it also seems so slow. It's like I'm gonna shoot that robot. Now in Dungeons and Dragons, you roll a dice, that's fine. But in this yeah. it's like, okay, let's check for partial cover, total cover. Your ammunition, your heat. I'm like, this, you guys be fucking kidding. Just to shoot that guy? And he's, well, he's at a full run, so you also have to take that. What the fuck? I need a dude hanging off the back just pouring water onto me the whole time? What? <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> You're selling me on this. Yeah. Two yoga ladies eating chips in my ears? It's fucking, it's too much. Do it. my earlobes. Oh, it's just a focus. We're, I, uh, we're now I, doing callbacks to things that were not in the podcast. That's, I feel like that's a pretty staple <laughs> hot dog move. If I'm yeah. being honest. Oh yeah. I've, I think I've, that's I've happened in every things episode. That I didn't feel like I was privy to. I was like, this is we, the audience. Me as the audience was not here for this. Uh, yeah. That's uh, definitely one of our standard moves. Yeah. I just like to, I like to point it out now so that somebody isn't like, <laughs> okay, shit. Now I have to hunt down this reference. Clearly. Clearly, these comedians at the top of their game know what they're doing. It wouldn't be referencing callbacks to yeah. things that I, I must, have not heard. I must understand. I need to find I, the uh, connection between yoga girls eating chips and mech warrior, and you could lose a life. You could just lose a whole life that way. They're both I very erotic. When we started officially, too, because in my mind, we were just that was the top of the episode. So I, uh, I also thought it was on the show. You say top of the game, uh, so I like legitimately did fail because I thought that was on the show. Yeah. I have not. So I've only played two actual games of D&D, both of them in my adult life. Um, I was not crazy about it. And like I was <laughs> I was at same thing. I, I don't have the, the theatric, the patience for theatrics. So it was like, yeah, what, whatever, just, you know, hit on the person. Like I'll always just default to trying to be as like, I'll try to yeah. break the game. In Roll some the fuck way. Yeah, exactly. And it's like. The, D- the dungeon master, if they have any sense, are probably ready for that kind of those kind of shenanigans. But they're just like it's just boring to them. They're like, all right, we're gonna you're gonna be that guy tonight, okay? Like, but then we get to the fighting, which is you know because video games are my closest experience. You know, I play a lot of like Knights of the Old Republic things that have like behind the scenes dice uh, as part of the system. Like, I get it, so I was ready for that, and my character build just. I guess sucked real bad because I've <laughs> landed a sum total of zero out of five attacks in 
into my Dungeons and Dragons experience. I've whiffed every single attempt I've made at an attack. and I just didn't like it. I was like, this sucks. Like I put all my shit into dexterity. I should have hit that guy. I, you decided that I didn't somehow. And now I <laughs> you don't you. get to decide that for me. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Sounds I, like can, I can hit stuff. You. Let's fucking do it right now. <laughs> so this See, is gonna This it. is going to go very well. You're in a great spot to, <laughs> to go play Dungeons and Dragons. Absolutely. So I'm going to have to really work to win you over. I guess mm-hmm. my next question has already been answered, which was if you had a favorite game or a least favorite game. And it sounds like, both of your answers are every game has been my least favorite. Yeah. I don't remember a favorite game or maybe maybe my most and least favorite game are kind of the same. Like I've already hinted at this in our uh, Marvel Quest Probe episode, the Incredible Hulk <laughs> one, uh-huh. where uh, I my character that I really loved, I played a war robot uh, accidentally brought to life by like an errant magical blast, which... Of course, you recognize as the plot to Short Circuit. So I just mm-hmm. I just played Fantasy Johnny Five, and it was so much fun. <laughs> it was the best because everybody knows like instantly how to interact with that. Like, right? Here's yeah, I give you that. Like, here's my guy, and immediately just I'm a party robot, and the team exactly knew, knew what to do about it. Like one other guy was like, okay, well we're best buds now, and our art because I'm going to teach you human friendship. Like, yes, instantly mm-hmm. you know this is what we're doing, and so it ruled. But like, as the game went on, uh, some DMs are just like this. They keep injecting like romantic subplots in. And it seemed like like the other players were kind of into it. Like they each had some sort of rolling romance going on until one day he introduced a female Mm. robot into the mix, which just that's not how short circuit works. First of all, you know, it would have made one more movie. You had Ali, you had Ali Sheedy there anyway. Yeah. Like if you're gonna... you joined a gang, you were like, yeah, one, yeah, one movie away from, from the Robo Bang. But no, the female robot Los and like Locos was that the gang he was in? Sorry, Los Los Lobos, Los Lobos. Los Lobos I think it was right, just right. Los Lobos. Los Lobos kick your ass. That means the robots. Los Lobos kick your face. Uh, Los Lobos kick your balls into outer space. Of course. <laughs> I had a uh, remember that for the rest of my life. I don't. There are things I forget about my friends, but I'll remember that. There's two things, two two distinct movie moments that give me that kind of secondhand embarrassment, and that's one of them. And then the other one is the uh, the rap from Teen Witch. Did you guys oh, ever watch that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's I'm the top, king. Top that. You know it. Top that. Yeah. <laughs> you top that. It's so long too. It's like, yeah. how long can you watch this without just squirming out of your seat? Like that's you are a true warrior if you make like. If I was writing that screenplay and I'd be like, okay, here, we want to do a rap scene, but if we can't get the proper performers, we've got to have a plan B. And they did not have a plan B. <laughs> no. They thought they were still good to go on plan A. Nobody saw a problem with it. Nobody was self-aware enough at the time to, to stop. There's a great version of that scene somewhere in an alternate universe that just ends with one of them getting hit by a car because they're out in the <laughs> middle of the street on like a blind corner. And just if in the middle of that rap, somebody not even got obliterated, just like knocked down with a car. Like that's, that's a great that scene. Worked. That changes yeah. it all around. Anyway, uh, I, the female robot showed up. I knew it was over and uh, sure enough, it took a few sessions to get going. Uh, and then at the start of one, he said, uh, I've made a robot anal sex table if we get there. Like, kind oh. of half joking. <laughs> and uh, with a we, full we, heart on. <laughs> that's how. That's how you knew 
<laughs> he wasn't right. fully joking. If anybody says like I've I've made an, a robot anal sex table, if we get there, you're gonna get there. Like, <laughs> right. You have announced. He was the one in charge of it, right? Yes. yes. He will move the earth okay. to yeah. make sure you get there. Like yeah. I'm, you're not. That's not going to waste. I'm not gonna make a a left turn somewhere, and you're like, ah, See, I guess. I, I always do sort of automatically connect D and D people with like in my adult life with like polyamorous people. Was this guy just hoping this turned into like real fucking like, is that the maybe like a passive goal of the night? Everybody needed a, a romantic interest. Anyway, like I'm sure the, they all fell in love and lived happily forever because I waited for the break. And then I slipped out the back door, jumped the fence and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the real robot anal sex. Yes. I, I never you, discovered that table. It kind of haunts me a little bit. I think you about find it yourself sometimes. in a room filled with banana peels. On the other side of the room is a robot butthole. Hey, where's Robert? Where did Robert I, go? Why do we need a tape? What's on the table? Why do I always have to end up fucking these robot buttholes myself? <laughs> Curses. Every, every good DM, of course, will find a way to use something. It never goes to waste even if you don't yeah. use it. So somewhere down the line... He used that robot anal sex table. Somebody fucked that robot. I can't imagine what would be on it. Like, I hate that I'm trying. I know. But like. <laughs> That's the curse. Like forever, God. you're going to be like, I wonder what 20. was. No. Do you think there's 20 items on there? Or is it like a D4? I don't know. I never found out. What if, <laughs> is, is there a critical failure and like a, a critical success? I, I know what those two things are. I got the two, the critical failure and critical success. I got that. But what's there's like a, an eight? What, yeah, what's in, <laughs> what's in the middle there? Also, I like how your reaction to this was the same as me at a, at a real uh, origin. I'd like. I snuck out the back door and ran away. I was like, "Nope, not for me. Not for me. Not. This is not my thing. I thought it was. It's not. I gotta. I gotta. I don't care if I'm even sneaky about it. I don't care if anybody sees me doing it. I'm fucking. I'm a. I'm a dust cloud. I just don't have any scenario in my past experience that has taught me how to politely decline this. I guess it's, it's just <laughs> flee is the only button that's being smacked inside my brain. Fight or flight. That's just, run. that's a natural human mechanic. I should have just yeah, fought him. Just yeah. <laughs> flip the table, go into a berserker rage. That's why I fuck that's, up every orgy I'm in. Yep. <laughs> that's the Riley D&D, man. It gets competitive. It turns into a fight. Can't fight Honestly, can't fuck me. I'm fucking you. If I was in an orgy and someone threw an elbow drop on me, like... That's fucking Fair play. way better. I know what yeah. we're doing now. I, like, all right, now I love I the turn this has taken. Here. And there it is, the perfect and only segue to our Bloodsport RPG setup episode. We are back, and you have each had time to make your characters, uh, and you've each hopefully had time to reflect and become a little bit more Frank Dukes than you were before. Impossible. I was maxed out. I think you can always be a little bit bigger of a liar. I mean, there's, there's, it's possible to max out some stats, but I okay. think liar just keeps going. There's an no interesting cap on point. It. Okay, so let's. You're very go. handsome. <laughs> oh. You, you'll never know whether that was an insult or a very nice thing to say. Podcast That's how Frank over. Dukes I am. That was it. That was my confidence. It's just gone. Either way, you have gained XP and uh, have increased your stats. And you leveled up, but at what cost? You're going first now. You Tell me about your character okay. that you made uh, as, as an unstoppable kick machine, the one good 
aspect that makes up a Frank Dukes. I am a, a stout halfling barbarian level five. Uh, my name is Tarantino Liefeld. Uh, and how was that? <laughs> how was that a pollution of Frank Dukes? How is it a pollution of Frank Dukes? Yeah, I asked that all all of your names be some sort of some sort of spin on Frank Dukes. Oh, I didn't realize. Uh, I was trying to focus on the feet, so I went with someone who really, really loves feet and someone who very much fears feet. Okay, and that's and uh, also yeah. just wasted your second kid's name in the process. Yes, I. But <laughs> <afraid> so. <laughs> uh, my organizations are United States Army, CIA, Navy SEALs, Tanaka Clan. World Kickboxing Karate, World Champion Karate League Karate, Black Dragons, Ninja Organizations, too numerous to name, Duke's Ryu Fun Club for Kids, Duke's <laughs> Ryu Ninjutsu, Duke's Ryu Beginner Ninjutsu, World Record Holder Exclusive Newsletter Club, Foot Locker Rewards, Kumite Buddies. My enemies are None Living, United States Armed Service, All, Alta Vista, Webcrawler, Ask Jeeves, and Google. My backstory is, I just wanted to see the sword. And um, if you're <laughs> expecting me to be his punching bag, you can't forget it. <laughs> Pretty good accent too. Uh, wow, that is fantastic. Tell me a little bit about your abilities and your class. How you interpreted okay. Unstoppable Kick Machine? Uh, I went with just the straight barbarian rules. I can enter into a frenzy attack or a rage as a bonus action. Uh, you will find I'll never not do that. Uh, and <laughs> Wait, I, that's something I never understood about the barbarian class. It's like, what? Why would you not? It's, yes. it's like the Voltron thing where they don't turn into Voltron and you're like, but we all know the solution is to turn into Voltron. You guys are going to fuck around as lions for 20 minutes. Like let's, let's stop playing games. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's it. I have an unarmed attack because I have no inventory. I am just feet. <laughs> <laughs> just all feet all the time. Okay. And, uh, that's my character. I have um, a lot of, Strength and dexterity uh, and charisma, but no wisdom or intelligence. I think that's a pretty good unstoppable kick machine. So as we play this, you can spin it in your character sheets themselves, or we can just do it line by line as we go through the game. But obviously when you use an ability, it's not going to be I fire magic missile or whatever in Bloodsport. Mm -hmm. Although, yeah. although. No, no, that's too crazy. Uh, <laughs> so you'll have to tell me what that looks like. So I think just having no inventory, you'll just be using unarmed attacks. Everything's just going right. to be. So you're not using a weapon and then reframing a great axe as a great axe kick or something. Mm -hmm. I have face kick and dick kick, I guess, if I'm listing all my abilities. 100% <laughs> of your abilities. Yes, and I have splits kick, but that's just a variation on face kick. Okay, so you you don't you you don't have splits, punch to the balls. Sure, well, I don't really have hands. I can do the splits, and someone else can do the punch. Okay, we'll have to keep that in mind as like a like a combo attack when you both queue up. You'll do the splits, and somebody else will like lean over your shoulder and punch the balls. <laughs> <laughs> like a blaster master yeah. nut punch. Yeah. Am I crazy? I thought we were all like making up one person. I thought like not body part wise, but like we were all uh, like the internal like Herman's head of Frank Dukes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. This okay, is fine. Yeah. You're, you're doing good. Yeah. Okay, good. We're all no, like just... pilots of this very stupid ship. Yes, you are yes. the pilot of the the part of Frank Dukes that kicks ass, which is just in his imagination. Uh, but 
for the purposes of this game, that is a real person. His imagination of what a fucking badass he is. And that's right. you. Uh, Herman Ted's a very old reference. Uh, Inside Out would be the more current reference. Oh, that's right. Uh, I I'm, forgot they I'm, ripped off Herman's head. Yes, I'm the foot inside the Inside Out like control center. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about Zach? I am. I guess I would be the uh, the mind, the uh, the sense of reason. I'm drank fucks. I heard your Shidoshi taught you to keep an open mind. mind. That's actually one of my special skills, keeping an open mind. I actually have gaze, gaze of two minds. That's my, uh, that's how special action. That's very, it's so open. The openness Um, of two minds. And you are, you are his, the aspect of Frank Dukes that is a karate shaman. Karate shaman. Right. So I have very high wisdom, very high charisma and intelligence because most of my fighting style relies on, the speed at which I can make something up and then convince someone else that it's true. So that's, uh, and then there's a lot of like inner chi, you know, no touch. So basically the, the, the dim mock is mm. the basis of everything else I could do. This sort of weird, like compression explosion power that I redirect that into everything else I do. So I've got, um, a lot of like no touch attacks in my in my inventory. I do have a great club and a mace for some reason, but that was uh, <laughs> you and I were working together because I'm a D and D baby, as we uh, as we discussed earlier. I don't know what I'm doing. And, yeah, you uh, can. We, I mean, you can use those when you right. hit the button in an attack, but you're gonna have to tell me what that actually it. looks right. like in the world of blood sports. So it's like mace fist and great club. Dick. I mean, they don't have uh, to be named Mace and, and Great Club. It ju- could right. just be like a. They can like a, though, right? Sure. Could okay. be a two-handed Captain Kirk, you know, axe punch. <laughs> I did make a uh, class-wise. I'm a human warlock. I, I, it seemed like warlock was the closest in, yeah, in ability to uh, the karate shaman. So I didn't well, come up with cool backstories though, because again, well, you know, Dungeons and Dragons do does D&D. have like karate monks. Yeah. But he they chose to fun, right. and okay. we must respect him. Right. We did. The monk involved a lot more just regular karate, though. That seemed more appropriate for like. Oh yeah, yeah that makes for. sense. So okay. I had to go with magic karate. So I can I, appreciate that. Yeah. Sure. I think I made the right choice. And this is all about spinning it in the game. So he's going to have right. all of these abilities that are, are you know, eldritch blasts and things like that, and they're going mm-hmm. to be no touch karate instead. And you're going to tell me what that looks like each time. So I imagine if you're picturing a guy, picture. All those YouTube videos you've seen of those chi guys that just get fucking demolished when somebody George Dillman. Yep. Yeah. I'm school uh, of George Dillman all the way. That's gonna be the basis of most of my jokes if I'm picture that blow but up it a whole bag of tricks right now. <laughs> right, right. So like go watch all those videos because they're hilarious. And then imagine if it worked one time and like how cool that would be. We actually knocked out Stefan Bonner. Yeah. Real quick, uh, Zach, did you read the article on the site about the uh, the deaf martial arts? The de- like deaf or death martial arts? Deaf. D-E-A-F. I did, I did not. Okay, so there's this guy and he was teaching sign language as a martial art. Like you would call someone a monster and then that was sort of like a little karate attack. God, and it so would hard. hurt them? Like, it's so like, good. Yeah, it's, it's one of the most uniquely insane things I own. So I make fun of that and the guy emails me and he's like, dude, you got to take this down. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you, you made some... Your thing is fucked up. I'm going to keep it up. And, but, but I'm also like, but he's deaf. So I'm like, he kind of has a point. Maybe I'm an asshole. But he didn't want me to take it down because I was mean. He wanted me to take it down because he 
uh, was associated with George Dillman. Like that's how he got his martial arts start, ah. which is how he decided sign language would be the perfect avenue for kicking somebody's ass because George Dillman poisoned his brain. And so he's like, dude, I just don't want people Googling me and finding out I have anything to do with that maniac. And so, <laughs> I don't mind the whole sign language monster yeah. or adorable. So George, make fun of me. And yeah. George Dillman just did the exact same thing that Robert is doing right now. He went to this deaf guy and says, take your, take my bullshit thing, but spin yeah. it in your way so yes. that all your deaf attacks are actually George Dillman attacks, but not <laughs> on the surface. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. The perfect the martial arts gymnast. Never stops just getting more and more insane. I, <laughs> it's in a world of reason and just, you know, observable and repeatable success of mixed martial arts. It just blows my mind that this shit still exists. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. I guess it's like any fad diet, right? Everybody, nobody actually wants to just exercise and eat better. They want this, uh, an easy shortcut that they could tell themselves yeah. is, is working. Yeah. They want to be the uh, Tai Chi guy getting thrown by like a jujitsu guy. Right. Yeah, there's. I Everyone mean, watches the, that video and says, "I want to be that guy." Just getting completely dominated with a confused look on his face. Because they think they're, they're going to be different. They're all. That's part of. Yeah, that's part of the uh, the sales pitch is that you will be different. Like that one jujitsu guy. Like, listen, he's wrecked thirty seven hundred of our brethren, but you're going to be the chosen one. Yeah, the chosen one. Speaking as someone delusional and lazy. Uh, it no, sounds okay. way more enticing to just have like no touch pressure point instant shutdown of a guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, based entirely yeah. on how hard I can imagine it happening. Because <laughs> I can imagine it happening really good. and uh, But I can't punch really good. So, I mean, you go where the skills lead you. Yeah, it's a good point. And you don't have to do sit-ups. It's all... Right. <laughs> right. I can Amazing. sit there and eat a pizza and imagine myself kicking your ass and then and I'm look still up tougher and, than you. Yeah. and find out you kicked your own ass. And that's great. There is a, I'm sure, Sean, at some point in your years of training, you've run into somebody who crossed over. They tried to go from some kind of bullshit style and, and try their hand at like something more practical. I guess. I've had, I mean, I've had the guys like when we're like, grappling and they've tried to do pressure point shit on me <laughs> you sit up and look at them. just like kind of confused a little angry but just kind of like sad you're like bro this is actually like this is massage you you understand that right that you're massaging me right now like i'm not crippled i'm not de i'm not like just like destroyed like you're just you're actually like you're working some me. knots out man. It's it's yeah i didn't realize that you know that 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 area could have used some work thank you, you uh reminded me of a time a guy was uh asking me questions about the tie clinch and he had it like all wrong and i'm like no i can show you i mean i'll have to grab your head but i'll show you yeah. and so i showed him and and after i let him go he was like did you see how i had my hands and i'm like i don't oh, what do you mean no. and he had his hands like weird like like he said i could have broken your neck if i wanted <laughs> and so i was like oh, so you're telling me like after like a thousand years of Muay Thai, like you've, you've debunked it. Like none of them thought to try to just pull the guy's head off after all those generations. He's like, he's like Terrence Howard proving that he like claiming that he's proven science incorrect after all these years. But, but I couldn't convince him because I was, I was like, you can try to break my neck like that if you want. He's like, no, yeah. I'd kill you. I'm like, no, I promise you, you, you won't kill, kill me. You. Sign a waiver. I, I had one more tangent. I had one friend actually take me up on that. We were playing soul caliber. I kept just destroying him to the point where a frustration. And he was like, none of that fucking jujitsu shit will save you if I if I wanted to really kick your ass. Oh yeah. You know, the whole like old argument, like, yeah, this yeah. is a video game. He would know. If it was real, I would yeah. get you. And I'm like, he's like, you got all those rules and shit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, I was 
I could just do whatever I want. I'm like, what makes you think that I couldn't also do whatever I want? In <laughs> no, addition you learned to like, rules. With, right. yeah. yeah. So I was like, we were drunk enough. I was like, all bets are off, bro. You do whatever you want. I was like, fucking eye gouges, <laughs> nut grabs, whatever you think will work. You do it. And I, how did it, it go? Was, he got choked out in like 10 seconds. He was, like, yeah. he was so mad at me too. He's like, you choked me so hard. I got like a bruise necklace. I was like, you're supposed to tap out. You were trying to go for my eyes the whole time. Yeah. You should have been just tapping out. He figured That's it all out. That's always that dude that he thinks he gets out. stronger when he's angry. You know, yeah, I see red, bro. Just like, oh, I see red. I get so mad. And then like, it's, and it's like, no, every dude that fights angry fights like shit. Yeah. Also, I, I feel like that's right. a wash, right? Like the other guy's going to be kind of cranky too. Yeah. Super cranky. Yeah. And th- there's also things people don't understand too. For your listeners, you've never been in a fight. There's something called an adrenaline dump. When you yeah. see red, that's your body deciding if it wants to run away or just put everything it's got into like one super punch. And then it, <laughs> what happens is it, your body devours every single nutrient, carb, anything you've got for energy in like the span of 10 seconds. And then yeah. you just want to fucking puke for the, like the next 10 minutes. This sounds like a great scam diet. Yeah. <laughs> it is just be scared for your life exploit uh, and, and the adrenaline moments. dump by simulating near-death experiences fun fact i have barfed at the end of every single adrenaline dump even if it's something as simple as like a really escalated interaction i don't know why it's something that like elijah finds kind of charming but like let's say i have a pitch meeting that's like really intense and it goes really well and i like get something approved i'll straight up just walk out and vomit Oh, no. um, I don't know like why, an anime character. why my body decided to do this, but like anytime I've just gone through like sheer adrenaline of something where I'm just like, whoa, that was a really hated interaction from a stranger. Excuse me. Eh, like, I. Well, at least you chose a career of entertainment with lots of on air yeah. talent appearances. Right. Just, just yeah. do me a favor. Next time you're about to give a pitch, eat a banana. It'll save your life. You won't throw up. <laughs> your body will consume that banana and you'll have enough energy left over to not. Inst- instead of consuming yourself. whatever else, your body will just be like, fuck, thank God we finally have a banana. It's been how many years? <laughs> I'm going to be so mad if a banana is the thing that would get <laughs> my That'd be really funny. You could I'll try, try channeling into a fireball. Whole- just yeah. fucking blast Kevin Pereira in the face with a Hadouken. <laughs> it might work. You never know. <laughs> look, He's look. It either, it either solves, it either oh. solves all your problems, or you hilariously vomit up a, 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 a reformed banana out of your mouth. <laughs> just whole somehow, and just put whole it back banana. together inside. Those are the two options. Those are it. Yeah, <laughs> both of them are great options for their own reasons. Both equally impressive in different ways. Well, I hope this game goes so well that we make you uh, adrenaline barf. How about that? Hell yeah. Amazing. By the way, this just, is how I play every game of Dungeons and Dragons. That's uh, pretty much I, how this I is. I talk for go. thirty minutes and then we never get around to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> exactly. ADHD gang, rise up! That's what we do. <laughs> that makes for a great Central. podcast, though. It's going to make for a mm-hmm. terrible game, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. Because <laughs> speaking uh, of Vanessa, yes, tell me about your character. Uh, so my character is the part of uh, Frank Dukes that is a ninjutsu liar. Uh, so Francine Ducks sucks. Uh, her intelligence is at a negative one. Wisdom is at a hard zero, but charisma is a three, meaning uh, young, dumb, and full of cum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know everyone's like, 
a cool level five or whatever, but as a ninjutsu liar, I've got like a lot of cool shit under my belt. Um, I am a level five monk because I'm super good at punching and also religious if I need to, if it gets in someone's pants. Um, I'm a bard because I'm like really good at shredding on the guitar and uh, I can play <laughs> Wonderwall when I need to if it gets in someone's pants. Uh, I'm a fighter because I'm like really good at it and I'm really, really like mad. So that makes me amazing at it. And like, I just like go crazy. Uh, and then I'm also like a ranger because like I am both <laughs> the law and above the law. And I'm a level five at all of these because I'm just like amazing. And uh, don't Google my name. <laughs> Damn it. You fucking unlocked the ninja liar like to perfection. You might recognize in in game this plays out as she is actually a level 20 character multi-classing at level five. Because I'm good at everything. Mm -hmm. She's good at everything. However, every single role she makes will be at triple disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) A, A good liar will never, ever have to make a role. Exactly. Yes, you could either never have to make a roll, but if you have to check, you're either going to fail it miserably and it will be hilarious, or you're going to do something <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> and it, honestly, every once in a while, a lie is going to work. Sometimes a broken clock is like in charge of saving a barge of refugee children twice a day. That's true. That's Frank. That's a normal day for Frank Dukes. That's yeah. a great day for Frank Dukes. You got to stop making fun of him, guys. Every time people make fun of him on the internet, and this is what he said on a podcast recently, we undermine uh, negotiations for hostages in North Korea. Like, <laughs> oh, ha, 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 real funny. People die when, when you make fun of Frank Dukes. Yes, and that's a promise of this podcast. Yeah. Every single time we run an episode, somebody will die in North Korea. <laughs> and it's all our faults. Because we are questioning Frank Dukes. I hope so. That- is that, are we going to kill multiple people in North Korea like every joke or is it just one per episode I think it's probably one per episode unless this really catches okay. on right yeah. right like with our normal audience I think uh, we're, there's no way we're taking down more than one I could just see some North Korean general the doors open wide and there's this big table with a, a council on there and Frank Dukes <laughs> walks in they're like so Mr. Dukes you like uh, <laughs> you like to lie a little bit it seems don't you you Have are you ever played according to Dungeons the and Dragons? <laughs> yeah. Of course, what does I that am. I'm amazing at it. What <laughs> do you know of hot dogs? <laughs> and you just they start say you wear socks on your hands to turn invisible. <laughs> That's dumb as Show shit. Show us. We're killing the prisoners. <laughs> Actually, I said that. Uh, you, I can prove I said that. <laughs> it's amazing that we didn't make that up. There is a Navajo white wall right there. <laughs> Vanish before our eyes or this man dies. If you think that's dumb, try to find my hands. <laughs> I think you we just killed not. 20 people. I'm going to just say that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. That's right, because then they, they looked up that other podcast where he talked about the Navajo socks. <laughs> right, the more we reference him, the worse of this is going to go. I've just pictured a, be- a scenario that gets better and better where they just keep playing this stuff back while he's just standing in the middle of this big giant room. Just tr- He's just there to negotiate. That's all he wanted. He was there to save lives. <laughs> and just podcast after podcast is just fucking it up for him. I get the idea that like bringing up any of his lies, it just adds four hours to the discussion with Frank Dukes. They're like, hey, this guy says that you can't turn invisible by wearing socks on your hands. And he's like, well, see, when I said that, and then it's like four hours later, and he's still explaining 
every hair splitting detail. And nobody I believes that, it anymore, but everybody's really tired of hearing they've it. Tapped out yeah. so yeah, so yeah. long. They are it's a submission line. against the ropes. Right. <laughs> They're willing to give him whatever leverage he needs to get yeah. out of there. That's the power your character has, Vanessa. That's, That's my how power. it's gonna I'm play. Exhausting out. until you say I'm telling the truth. <laughs> and Fine. I guess it's possible you got 240 knockouts in a tournament. As Frank. long as I can go home now. Yes, that's fine. Yes. Okay, so that got her pregnant now. and punched out a guy at the same time. I do and like now the in baby your can kick. <laughs> I do like that your character. Uh, a lot of your um, descriptions ended with "whatever gets me laid" because that it's mm-hmm. it, that's the unspoken goal at the end of all. I'd say most yeah. martial arts, not just fake martial arts, but everyone that imagines themselves with their chi power is definitely picturing a blowjob at the end of that journey. For sure. That's, That's like the I, entire first half of Executioners from Chowlin. <laughs> I didn't see that one. It's, a blow it's job? two people that want to have sex with each other and they're really good at martial arts and they keep doing martial arts in front of each other until eventually they have a child together. Oh, Through is that the, the magic one where of martial like, arts? Well, they're fighting in the woods and the guy's like, magic pussy eating attack. And he like whips his <laughs> tongue back. And forth. This is a real thing. I'm not. I think, I think I've I, seen just, I just I believe, it, I believe yeah, that's just, a real thing. I don't believe it's a, real it's a kung fu movie. No. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's. This uh, one is I actually think, the first appearance of Pai Mei. Oh. I think I saw a, a gif of what you're talking about, Zach, and yeah. back when I was at Cracked and thought this could be a funny like list if I could get some other options for like kung fu pornography. <laughs> uh, I think it was like turned out was too yeah. off to get yeah. asked. Two minutes into pornography research, I just bail on it every time. I'm like, no, this is horrible. <laughs> you should never Google pornography plus a second keyword. But now you should because we have a home for that. We have a home for exactly that that terrible thing that you right. said you hated. I don't have to dedicated to it. Yeah. <laughs> But if it's just one silly thing I already know about, and I don't have to do any porn research, then yeah, I guess we we did you create. Look up a- the uh, the mixed martial arts porn set. I don't know if anybody's done any extensive write ups on that yet. <sighs> Ultimate Surrender. I'm not going to act like I don't know what it is. I've Ultimate seen- Surrender. Yeah. This huh. has actually made it on my Pornhub queue a couple times, and I oh that's the thing that's legitimately made me be like, my phone is listening to me because I didn't type <laughs> shit for this. I didn't do anything for this. But the algorithm for for ultimate surrender, ultimate (laughs) surrender, ultimate surrender. I totally ultimate. This is is, uh, kink.com. I remember uh, one of my exes was like best pals with the guy who runs kink.com. And I always wanted to talk to him about that because uh, I saw these videos and it always struck me as funny that one girl's like, hi, we're here to make some fun porn. And the other girl's like, I'm going to fucking rip your head off. Yeah, I'm an actual <laughs> fighter who happens to just want to get yeah. paid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like fascinating in a really non-erotic way for me that like that someone would allow this. Like I was trying to like get inside the head of someone who thought it was hot. I mean, obviously there's yeah. some naked women, but just not in anything remotely sexual. Because the well, second I, this girl thought, "Hey, we're gonna like whatever wrestle and then kiss a little," the other one's like, "No, yeah. no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna tap you out." You. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut the blood flow off to your brain. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. I learned from our last podcast, which was about Battle Dome, 
uh, that it was very, very funny and interesting to me to watch somebody try to play basketball and then just get punched in the face every time they go for a shot. <laughs> so I think, I think maybe the same is going to apply to sex. Like maybe the if fucking, somebody's trying yeah. to fuck and they just get punched in the face every time they yeah, try. That's going to be a thing. So they actually understand it. They've, they're way ahead of you. What happens is they, they fight first. It's just a straight up fight. And then the loser gets like bottomed essentially. Okay. It's like oh, it's winner's choice yeah. after that. It's Kumite yeah, so. rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. I gave I you a sexy. There's I a sexy. A I can see on the, paper uh, how that could work. Right. I'm just saying I this the at least the clips I saw was just outrageous. Because that's sort of kink.com's thing. They they make stuff that when you look at it and you're like a normal head like me, you're just like, Yeah, yeah I retire I retire from sex. I'm never doing yeah. that again. I what I don't yeah. They used to invite me to the weirdest things and be like, hey, we're going to go to the bar and we're going to watch these two people fuck and we're just going to like mock them. And I'm like, <laughs> like, really, oh, like a fuck yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they're like, I'm like, I don't want to be involved in it. I don't want to be a pornographer. I don't want to like mess up somebody. No, like, no, no. You'd be good at it because you're always making fun of stuff. I'm like, I don't want to hang out in a room. <laughs> I don't want fluids like that. <laughs> yeah. In the area. Just alcohol. That's the only. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, so, yeah, I, I, I knew the site through. Um. I, one of the girls you're talking about, like the, Hey, I'm here to just have fun and kiss a little bit. I actually yeah. knew a girl that was that part of the equation. <laughs> yeah. Then she started doing jujitsu and then she joined a club that was, uh, I don't know if it's cool or not to shout them out, but it was like a all female club that did legitimate jujitsu training, but they also mm -hmm. dommed at, at, okay. at night and they had a party. Yeah. It was like a Jiu -jitsu, fight party. man. Not even yeah. once. And they were like, <laughs> the dudes showed up and they were like, I'm going to pay you to basically just do jujitsu to me. It didn't get any weirder than that. Other than these guys were just like getting boners because they were getting tapped out by really It's a little fighters. bit weirder than that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. But there's, the best okay. part was when I go to an actual tournament, like a grappler's quest or something. And I'd run into those ladies. I'm like, hey, just some regular fighting today, I guess. Right. This is. <laughs> This is probably like easy money. Or for have you right forgotten? Now. Yeah. Unless they play their cards right. You never know. Yeah. Forgot where no, I was I actually for a know yep. a few pressure points to shut down a boner on command. <laughs> oh, yeah. The neck. Is that a uh, Brockway fact? That's Do we not get more info on that one? That, that's not one of them with Brockway. Anyone will get soft if you punch him in the neck hard enough. Not anyone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most intimate our podcast has ever been. <laughs> we're all uh, just like, yeah, we're, we, we've all lived lives. We, we know how it is out <laughs> we've there. All, we've all been there. I what didn't, for the record, I did not go make fun of the people having sex. You didn't go to the live fuck show? <laughs> no, uh, I Because I feel like if you go and do that, if that's like what the thing is, then you're doing it for the people performing. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, it is an honor to, to bump uglies in person for you, yeah. Mr. Comedian Man. Look at the way his his balls look at the way his balls move. It's like a like a drunk middle aged man falling <laughs> yeah. down a hill. Nice ball he's work, like, buddy. He's like, just because it's you, I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you a layup. I'm really insecure about the uh, my non bleached asshole. So you know, just just really. Go oh no, it. I see that. I'll bring it up. I was I, I was gonna mention <laughs> I was gonna... that. I used to date a dominatrix, and she actually invited me to go to her work and make fun of the dudes. For this, like the same thing, like like the humiliation <laughs> fetish. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to so be a part get... of some dude's yeah. ejaculation. <laughs> yeah. If he's allowed to, <laughs> that's the thing. He may not be allowed to. Right. I also think, thought that uh, I might just be fooling myself, but I thought my deal was that I would uh, find people who kind of wanted attention and I'd make fun of them in a way that did not benefit them. Right. Like right. like most people internet trolling or trying to get attention. I was like, 
I always thought I'd find an angle that like tried to show them that that was a mistake. And so I feel like bringing that energy to someone, like I'm just going to ruin their day. If everything goes according to my plans, it's, it's like, I'm going to, that's the thing. Your plans, it doesn't matter how what your plans are, it's going to give him a boner. Like, right. If you win, it thing. permanently yeah. changes the way he thinks about his dick. Like every yeah. time he looks at it. Yeah, like, maybe not the first night, but then I'll get better and better. By the 50th time I've watched no a couple winning. of people go the at only, it, I'll know how to kill victory. a boner with comedy. The only victory you're going to get is if you get paid for the job. That's it. Yeah. That's the only right. dub you're going to get. That's uh well the the dominatrix the, there was money it was a money offer oh, but right. I, right. I feel again, like I if said. you could shut it down mid ejaculation just with a joke oh man that's I would call that a victory that's, that's the dream yeah. yeah I mean that's that's the goal it's of every kind of my just dream. like just like stabbing the side of a of a garden hose just like <laughs> there it goes yep just make it make balls a rupturing sound. what have you done to me Sean baby <laughs> <laughs> my power. <laughs> This is consumed, inverted, like <laughs> from the from the dickhole void that appears at his crotch. <laughs> I really like where this podcast went. This is yeah, really this is, is yeah. this is this has been our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Everybody, <laughs> we, emphasis on the dungeons. Yeah, we didn't we didn't spend too much time on dragons. <laughs> we were dragging that dude's butthole. <laughs> Did he's we? Now he's like, that was my show, and I know exactly who they're talking about. This is not cool. <laughs> that guy feels real bad about his dirt button. <laughs> Speaking of fil- <laughs> filthy orifices God that need it. plugging, <laughs> do you guys want to do your plugs now? <laughs> yeah, that's a good sure. idea. Go ahead, Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> um, my uh, my podcast, Kicking and Screaming, comes back Monday. Um, we won't kick you uh, in the nards for money, but we will uh, pair a horror movie and a martial arts movie. And we happen to be coming back with a Van Damme movie. We have paired a basket case with Double Impact. Um, nice. Because they're both movies about evil twins. So tune in uh, Monday the 29th because kicking and screaming we'll be back additionally i uh host and produce a show on g4 tv every tuesday called vibe check and now they've given me my own movie podcast so i'm talking about movies several times a week uh and that's going to be airing it's looking like thursdays at 11 but that time is subject to move but yeah nice awesome thank you add it to my list Oh, and it's called you can Full find Zach attack. on Ultimate Submission. He uh, mm-hmm. Ultimate wrestles surrender. people. Yeah. Ultimate Surrender. Of course, they I got it uh, all, man. They he's got, on both. He's on both those. They got guy, uh, girl, yeah. girl, girl, guy, guy. They got something for everybody. He does uh, gorillas mostly and uh, <laughs> gets bottomed if he loses. Mm-hmm. And he always <laughs> tops. And he, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. If I lose, it's because I want it. No, all the gorilla pressure points. <laughs> Armed elbow deep on those pressure points. Y'all don't know the pressure point to shut down a gorilla boner? What is this, your first day? (laughs) You still haven't haven't done your plug. I haven't plugged, yeah. Too busy plugging gorilla pressure points. I am at YouTube backslash Arlnauts, A-U-R-A-L-N-A-U-T-S. We are currently uh, almost done with the the full season of Larry, which is a complete redubbing of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Uh, Larry is a wayward morally compromised gentleman who just kind of wanders from party to party trying to dance fight people for drugs <laughs> and there's some songs too very well described yeah and i would like to plug 
Eddie Doty for giving me amazing nerd advice uh, to get me started here. I basically came to him hat in hand and said, teach me how to be a less cool guy. And he said, <laughs> hell yeah. And he walked me all the way through it. And now, uh, yeah, nobody, my wife doesn't want to touch me anymore. So uh, thanks. Thanks, Eddie Doty. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Oh, I do have one more plug. Cause I don't know if uh, Jason's been back on the podcast since it came out, but we... Uh, Arl Knotts, he commissioned us to write a song for his new book release. Yes, that's right. He commissioned a song to <laughs> per, to market his new book coming out. Uh, if this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. The song's called Books Are My Aesthetic, and it's a song about people just... It's not clear if they want to fuck people or fuck books or just want to read books. It kind of walks... Or trap them in a labyrinth. Time. Right. Yeah, that little, rap, stay some, for the rap breakdown. <laughs> There's some, yeah, there's some mysticism involved in it too. It gets a little supernatural. <laughs> but as per his like request for just like his notes were, I want a song that's about people that are super horny for books and it should get a little weird in whatever way you guys want. So, uh, he so had to have been happy out. with the results. He was, we weren't sure. And you know, his, his email tones are kind of similar to his, like they're a little dry. Like he is. Yeah, so he's unreadably dry sometimes. But then he wrote back. He's like, I just sent this to my Mark, my, my uh, social media guy, and he just wrote, "When you told me that this song was going to be a thing, I didn't believe it was possible. Who are these geniuses?" <laughs> that was that was his feedback based on he was like pass through feedback, and so it's I, I do think he was happy with. Well, it. I have a clip here. Let me play that. Oh, <laughs> we're not taking the cowards' way this time. Nobody's. We're not going out on Cool Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that existed. I forgot cool cat. Yeah, I it just listened cool. to that episode too. I should have been it ready. Left my brain. Cool, cool cat, Kieri I bailari bailar is how you translate. Cool cat likes to rock and roll into Spanish. Cool cat likes to. Uh, God damn you! Likes to bottom fighters. I had an ex that sincerely loved Cool Cat, like not oh, in an no. iron ironic way, but in like a real way. And I had a flashback. Derek Savage? Yes. Like, <laughs> had an email relationship with Derek Savage to where <laughs> oh, I would just stand no. there the oh. entire time. Like, I'm being held hostage. Yes, possibly literally. I mean, you Yeah. You need to have you, an exit strategy. You may have been one anniversary away from being in the next Cool Cat video. Yeah. I would have just been Vivica Fox. Like, how did I get here? I'm clearly under <laughs> duress. Yeah, they're clearly drugged. Uh, there's a reason people wind up in those. You could get tore up with Eric Estrada. Like, it looks like they're having fun on the set of Cool Cat. Yeah, it might be fun to just mock Cool Cat as he, as he fucks. Cowards! Cowards! Einstein hunted Frankfurt! Einstein hunted Frankfurt! It's a podcast canals! Und mit maximalen Schau! Doc Frankfurt podcast? Correct! Let me tell you about the night the Supremes crashed. A little Halloween party called the Monster Mash. The zombies were out, having fun. The party had just begun. 
The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son, and Threefinger Louis, Aaron Croston, Adrian H, Alpha Scientist Javo, on Andy brought a succubus as his plus one, and everybody could tell. Andreas Larsen spiked the punch with holy water? Armando Nava, Benjamin Cyronic, Bim Tolzer locked Dracula out on the porch and it really hurt his feelings. Brandon Garlock, Brian Saylor, Brianne Whitney, Brockway loves the meat millie and nobody appreciates the PDA. Burrito Mouth took a swing at the devil. Cyril, Rev, Chance McDermott was tripping balls so hard he thought everyone was normal. Chris Brower, Curious Glare, Dan B. Dracula politely asked the artist formerly known as Devin to leave after he puked in the blob. Dean Costello, Donald Finney. Dr. Awkward brought Dr. Awkward's monster and was very pedantic when people called the monster awkward, but that was not what they meant. Eric Spaulding, Fancy Shark. Jellaho just kept making Frankensteins until they drank all the beer. Greg Cunningham just kept fighting drunk Frankensteins. Hambo, Araka, Hot Fart, Jaber Al Aden, James Boyd brought a Van Helsing as a date and not one of the chill ones. Jeff Orosky, Jeremy Neal, John Dean, John Hector McFarlane transformed into a bat because it's way cheaper to get drunk as a bat. John McCammon, John Minkoff, Josh Fabian, Josh S, Ken Paisley, KM. M. Jahi Chappelle broke the chandelier trying to show off for the Wolfman, and he was not impressed. Matt Riley. Max Baroy split into six parts and hid himself around the mansion, but nobody looked for him. Michael Lair. Michael Wells was a perfect gentleman, but Mickey Loman was the malignant monster on his back and a total embarrassment. Mike Stiles. Moju. ND. Neil Bailey. Neil Schaefer ate every single one of the mummy's hard-boiled eggs. Those were work snacks. Nick Ralston, Ozzy Olin. Patrick Herbst made the monster from the Black Lagoon cry in the coat closet. Rain Vargas, Rhiannon, Sarkovsky. Sean Chase brought a pure mood CD and wouldn't stop playing it because it was, his words, so funny. Spotty Reception, Supernaut summoned a demon and made it do a keg stand. Ted H. Timmy Leahy, Toasty God, Tom Sakula, Tommy G, Waylon Russell spray-painted all the hellhounds pink because he thought it would be cute. Josarian let all the hellhounds out and it was not cute. Aiden Muet butt-dialed the cops. The monster cops, they did the bash! They beat those monsters ass, the monster bash! It was monster police brutality.